Hey now, happy, happy vibes, my friends. Welcome back to my podcast, Vibes by Alicia, where I believe in spreading killer vibes that light you up and give you that kick in the ass to craft the life you wish to live. This sacred space is dedicated to the lovers of all things business, travel, and lifestyle. Hey, it's about time you get the scoop on the latest vibes, so let's get to it. I am so excited, you guys, today because I'm introducing to you someone who's been in my radar, somebody who's been in the circles and the fashion circles for a while, and uh, we reconnected a little bit in the past few weeks, and so I wanted to bring her along to, to, to introduce you to you all. I'm introducing my guest, Susan Gomez. Susan is someone who I've known for a long time. She's dynamic, she's fashionable, and she's very committed to her fashion line, which is something I really, really love. As you all know, I love bringing women travelers, business owners, people who can share some really great pieces of advice, and that way we can all try to up-level our own projects. So welcome to the podcast, Susan. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me and inviting me to share. Thank you. I'm so grateful you're here. A little bit about you. So Susan grew up in a small town in Guatemala where there where there wasn't any electricity at the time. That's so yeah, correct. I'll talk to you a little bit about that. She was surrounded by nature and her family worked the land as farmers. Her father was a tailor and her love for fashion started with him. At the age of 12, she went to live in Guatemala City with her aunt, who's a seamstress, and that influenced her to study fashion design. So that took her t- later on to, to New York, correct? That is correct. And then from New York to Houston. That is correct. Right. So you graduated in 2006. Yes. But around that time, you there's something that happened to you. You went to a fashion show in New York City, and you learned about that dirty, dirty little secret that they don't talk about in the fashion industry, and that's clothing pollution. That's correct. And so that affected you in a way, and I want to talk to you about that because that's one of the first things that I want to talk to you about, um, sustainable fashion, slow fashion, recycled fashion, which is something I'm very big on now because after COVID, I changed my purchasing habits too in terms of how, how I shop and how I support brands. So when I noticed that you're a sustainable company, and let's talk a little bit about Sugo Petit. Is that how you say it? Yes, yes. Sugo Petit, which stands for Susan Gomez, Sugo. And then obviously the word Petit is dedicated to short women. Very cool. Awesome. Smaller women. Yes. <laughs> um, and so for me too, you know, that's been a change in the way that I consume fashion and the way that I buy. Um, I tend to buy more resale now in terms of like the things that I like to get. And um, I'll go on Poshmark and I'll go to the real, real things that I can find that are used, you know, right. and I don't buy new again. So tell me a little bit about how that one experience affected you and got you started on doing your sustainable fashion line. And let's talk about that. Oh, uh, sure. Um, so it it was very eye opening to me on that visit in New York City. I honestly wasn't very aware of uh, pollution, you know, that came You're from right. fashion. I was very unaware of that. But gladly, I always think that I always want to leave a positive print for everything that I do. And as I was discovering and learning my way to launch Sugo Petite, I learned that about the fashion industry. And it was just, you know, a no brainer for me. I was like, I am not going to follow that path. I have Mm -hmm. to make it sustainable. And so for you, growing up in Central America, growing up around nature, a lover of nature, a lover of the earth, which is what I'm assuming is where your passion comes from. Right. How did you decide that that moment was going to be the turning point, the, the point where you would say, this is how I need to do business from now on? Yes, it was very easy just by just by, you know, learning of the amount of pollution that the fashion industry attributes to 
to the problem, right? So it was it was just so, such an easy um, decision. It was okay. very easy because uh, even bef- even knowing before that, I still wanted to I wanted Sugo Petit to be a positive impact. So that was very, very um, easy for me to come up with that decision. Okay. It was a no-brainer. It was very difficult because I made the decision and then mm-hmm. sourcing fabrics right. became a very huge challenge for me. Right. Because I did read in your um, mission statement something that I that was very interesting. Um, your clothing is, is made with sustainable fabrics and they keep 30 bottles of plastic out of the oceans and the landfills. That's correct. How itch does dress. that work? Yeah, itch dress. Yes. Itch dress because of the amount of fabric that we use. Okay. And it's approximately 30 plastic bottles per yard. And so we use more than a yard usually for each dress so it's a little bit more than that mm-hmm. but yeah that's the that's the main reference it's but the fabric plastic. is not made from uh, recyclable recycled plastic bottles is it it is oh it is it is oh, the wow. fabric is made out of recycled plastic bottles so what they do they collect the plastic bottles okay they shred them again you know they clean okay. them shred them again uh-huh. into fibers and then that's how they repurpose the fiber into the textile wow yeah so are there like special i guess because you source in 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 guatemala correct yes is that where you find the fabric this this type of fabric this the one that i actually use for the tulip collection i found it um from a supplier in canada okay back back then a year ago you know Mm -hmm. it's it's crazy how the the fashion industry is moving in terms of sustainability which makes me very happy they are moving really fast okay and a year a year and a half ago when i started to source fabrics for the tulip collection they didn't have this fabric in guatemala Mm -hmm. but they do now so i sourced the specific fabric for the tulip collection from canada Mm -hmm. but now i can source it in guatemala so i don't have to ship it from canada to guatemala anymore wow that's awesome so that's very convenient and uh, much better for the environment too because we are also eliminating that footprint from that shipment to yeah to guatemala from canada right right and so how long does it take you for you to find these things for example uh, it's very easy to find them when I go to the trade shows. Okay, you know, um, and like I said, this this year uh, I just went to Magic in August of this year, mm-hmm. and that's in Las Vegas, that, correct? Yeah, that is in Las Vegas, and that was it was really great because I could tell a lot of new uh, sustainable fabrics. You mm-hmm. know, more mm-hmm. uh, more options for sustainability, which is great. So that made me really happy because I was a little, it was a little challenging Mm -hmm. to be able to source like pattern fabric, you know, like very beautiful designs and patterns. It was very, very difficult to source it like that. But now they are coming, they're coming with all of that. And and it's within a year. It's, it's amazing how it's progressed. And is the fabric more expensive? It is. Because it is, it comes from that. And so when your buyers or when for example when i buy a dress from you it's very important that you share that story correct because i yeah. know that i'm paying for recycled fabric and yeah in, in a way right yes it is i cannot even tell you the um, how much more expensive it is it is hugely more expensive mm-hmm. um but i think that if we don't make the change okay, we're yeah. The fashion industry is not going to change. Right. So we have to make the decision to make the change. 
And yes, it is more expensive, but in the long run, the long the long way, it's cheaper because okay. these um, materials last very long. Mm -hmm. right? It's not like a it's not like a polyester that's gonna be cheap and fall apart. Correct. Any yes. moment, yeah. That is. But correct. I think it's 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 interesting because I was just reading an article that said that a lot of younger people have this um, this conundrum where they want to support sustainable fashion lines they just don't have the money so they end up purchasing from like shine and from like 21 forever 21 yeah. um what is that other one fashion nova like a lot of those that don't that are like over they're right, over the consuming fast. over making fast fashion fast so fashion. they make hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dresses and a lot of that ends up in the landfills yeah So how do you convince, for example, a, a young woman who's looking to help the planet, but at the same time doesn't have enough money to be able to afford a dress that comes from recycled fabric? Right. So it, it's all a mindset, right? It's uh -huh. on the, cons the consumer mindset. So yeah. instead of like just consuming and consuming, instead just consume something meaningful, mm -hmm. right? Rather than just, you know, try to be pretty and... Um, you know, wear one dress just once because you don't want to have it again on the picture on the next event or you right, know, things right. like that. So instead of thinking that way, just um, for me, it's it's all about your who you are. Mm -hmm. Right. Is mm -hmm. Yeah. Dressing is important. And that's why like I your personal value system. Right. Yes. Uh -huh. That is more important. So in whoever you meet, your friends, your family, your new friends, they should immediately tell who you are um, just by looking at you, right? Like right. If, if you wear a super petite dress, you know it's not a fast fashion company. It's an expensive dress, but it's going to last you. Right. And if you wear it again, you should be proud to wear it because mm -hmm. you're doing good. You're doing yeah. good to the planet. You're good, doing good in the way we, man, we manufacture. We should, yeah, and I think we should do, we should definitely promote the idea that you can use the same piece Over, um, and over. over and over and over. Like yeah. um, Kate Middleton is someone that I know in the big public sphere that uses the same thing over and she keeps her coats, she keeps her dresses and they always point out to that. But I feel like she's kind of setting the tone a little bit in that sense that that it's okay. She's a princess yeah. and she's got a ton of money, but she still decides it's her value system that's telling her I need to you know wear this a few times. I don't have to throw something away. That, um yeah. and so like a lot of resale, a lot of um the way that we that we're thinking about purchasing clothes is it's an investment piece. Yes. Is it something that's going to be worth it in the long run? Correct. You know, you're not going to just throw it out. Yes. Yes. Right. And then the other thing I think it it makes a difference also when you buy a quality made dress is that it doesn't fall apart. So right. you you're invited to wear it again, right? Because if you buy a dress and after the first or second wash, buttons are coming off, hem is, you yeah. know, yeah. Get, uh, ripping off, you don't want to wear it because it's, it doesn't look like brand new again, right? And you end up buying more and more clothes, so you end up spending a lot more Way money. More. Right, because then you don't wear that anymore. You buy more, and you buy more, you buy more to yeah. replace the things that are falling apart. But do you find that because you are, you know, a girl from Guatemala, a, fa a family woman from Guatemala mm -hmm. where there's fashion, and do you feel like there's a responsibility um, for you With like supporting the local communities in Guatemala, the textile communities, the um, not, I mean, I guess the the the, the fabrics 
the fabrications, the warehouses? Is there like a responsibility in your heart like that you have to do it there because that's where you're from? So yes and no. Okay. <laughs> so yes, from if I think about the possibilities of manufacturing in the U.S. Mm-hmm. and manufacturing in Guatemala, I'd love, I would love to manufacture in the U.S., to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But in terms of uh, the price and uh, in order for me to keep a good price for my, my customers, I have to look for what's, you know, convenient in terms of pricing. So in that sense, I'm not able to mm-hmm. because labor in the U.S. is expensive. Right. So then, you know, the best option would be to manufacture in China. Mm-hmm. But of course, why would I manufacture in China when I could do the same in Guatemala? Right. And uh, help, like you said, I have the responsibility with mm-hmm. my citizens over there. So I chose that path rather mm-hmm. than China. China okay. would have been maybe, maybe not cheaper, but I could have had more options in terms of fabrics and manufacturers. Mm-hmm. But I had all my connections already in Guatemala, so I didn't really have to go back and forth too much. Okay. And that was an easy decision for me okay. to make. And, of course, you know, I have, I know exactly who I am manufacturing to, like, yeah. with. I, I go to the You manufa- know them I in know, person. Yes. You know who they are. They and, and you feel like a connection because everything that they make for you, they know they're making it for someone that they know. Right. And they're comfortable with. And I know the, the quality of their work, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know... The, the, the employees, like I, I know these manufacturers really, right. really well. And if I manufacture in China, I probably, I, I wouldn't have the same outcome in terms mm-hmm. of uh, piece, inner piece, right? Where are my right. pieces made? You know, and I think it kind of translates to your clothing because there is a sense of like, you know, when somebody purchases one of your pieces that you're purchasing from someone that really took care about, locating people to make the clothes for her um you know you research the people i think you make it a point and i write it in your bio that for you it's just very important that you you go in there and you do something good and you do something for the better of the community and the society as a whole and not just as a designer because you're a fashion designer but you have a, a a line that's very unique to to the times because we it is in the you know in the times where we're going it's going to be a lot more slow fashion hopefully we we yeah. can like um start thinking about taking care of the planet i think after covid i think a lot of people started changing the way they saw um everything slowed down so people yeah. had time to think through right because yeah. when we're running and running we don't even have time to think where are we going in Exactly. Some things that we think that are not important, but they're actually very important. Maybe not for us now, but maybe for your kids or the kids of your kids. Yeah. So we also have to look at the generations to come. And right. and that's you know, that's the, the one thing that I I have the vision for. I have yeah. I don't have kids, but I have nieces and mm-hmm. I want the best for them. It's a long term vision. Yeah. yeah. And I think a part part of the, the thing that you're doing is and I and I get your newsletters is you're educating your subscribers. Yes. Every single time that newsletter comes through, you're you're educating them and why it's great and why it's good to continue supporting sustainable fashion. Yes. So that's definitely amazing. Yeah, it is. It has been a little bit of a challenge because you have to educate people uh, on fashion and pollution. They don't relate one right. thing with the other because fashion is very approachable when it comes to style, looks. Yeah. 
but you it's know very you, pretty you see all yeah. that fantasy and you have no idea where it's coming from so um yeah that's 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 what makes it makes it difficult yeah and i think part of the um part of the progress that we're making in terms of like how we change mentalities and how we change mindsets is just a constant repetition and repetition and repetition of everything and like yeah. that sort of thing. Um, let me ask you a little bit about the aesthetic for Sugo Petit because yes. it's very unique and it's very special and I really like it because I think it's it, it's very um, it's very attainable for any woman. Yes, like it's not. Um, well, you know, if you're petite and you're small and you're short, you know, you you definitely gravitate to your pieces. They're elongating. I noticed yeah. that. Um, for a curvy girl like me, they are very beautiful and, and curvaceous and they show off your body, which is nice. You're not hiding anything. You're just very proud of yourself. Um, so tell me about your aesthetic. Yes. So our dresses are classic, very simple, and feminine. And that is mainly because it's, uh, inspired by me and that's mm -hmm. who I am as a person mm -hmm. too mm -hmm. uh, however I find it very versatile because yeah. you know classic pieces you can wear them all the time right mm -hmm. it's it they just never go out of style exactly and uh, they are very simple so that you can wear them you know with a jacket or just with a vest or with pumps with sandals even with sneakers, right? Right. You can, yeah, you, you wore can, one yes the other day with sneakers. And yeah. It looked so cute. Yeah, you can, you know, yeah. you can make them your own. Uh, they're simple. That's the reason they're simple, so that you can wear them, you know, very elegant or very yeah. unelegant, very casual. Very casual. And the thing that I like about them just being like a single color, like a solid yes. color, is that you can accessorize the, this dress. In yes. so many ways, you can add like a pop of color in your shoes, earrings, a necklace, um, even your hair could be an accessory for the dress oh, because yeah. the dress is just so simple and feminine and very sexy in a way that's very classy too. You yes. know, it's not showing like you're like for sure right now your arms are covered and you're like have like a little bit of a turtleneck. But you still look very sensual and gorgeous and beautiful. And a man, I know a man is going to look at you and be like, oh, she looks really cute. You know, yeah, I get it, so many compliments. Yeah, you don't have time. to necessarily <laughs> have a cleavage yeah. to be a sexy, sensual woman and beautiful and sexy and classy at the same time. Right. Yeah. yeah. So let me ask you about this. So for you, as you start, as you start your fashion line, you start sketching. How was it that you you created that 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 look for the Sugo Petit woman? Well, it was, um, like I said, it, it really communicates who I am. Uh -huh. That's how I, you know, how I started at so the it, very it beginning. it starts from you. Uh -huh. Yeah, it starts from me. Um, I always get compliments, even though, you know, I, wear, I, I dress very simple, like so simple. I don't even wear a lot of jewelry, mm -hmm. but I always get compliments all the time about my clothing, mm -hmm. not necessarily about my looks, but, you mm -hmm. know, people tell me, oh, I love your dress. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's just because they're actually simple. And yeah. sometimes simple is better than too much, right? Yeah, and you make it, you're like your own brand ambassador. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I wear them all the time. Yeah, where did you get your dress? <laughs> oh, I made my dress. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, you can buy more. It's online. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yes. I love I it. I wear them all the time. You're There's an influencer so for your line, definitely. for your fashion line. I love that. <laughs> so you said a little bit the other day we were talking and you mentioned confidence. And I want to talk about confidence because 
you you do you do clothing for petite women, which means in Guatemala people call them chaparritas, like yes. shorties, or like you know it's not it doesn't have like a a positive ring to it. They kind of say like I you know like it's a little bit negative, um, but but there's a confidence that comes with being petite too. Yes. So tell me. So I always I believe that the most beautiful. Uh, thing that a woman can have is confidence mm-hmm. in everything, not just in her looks, but you know, in the way she speaks and the way she carries herself, what she, you know, what she does. Mm-hmm. She should should always own her confidence in everything that that she does. So confidence is a huge is a huge uh, subject for me, and I love it because I lacked of it when I was younger, okay. and and. Because of it, I waited so long for so many things to happen yeah. because I, I like confidence. Mm. But later on in life, you know, I realized that I, that was not, it was preventing me, preventing me. It was me from, blocking you from it was being, blocking me yeah. from being who I who really, you were meant to be. Yeah, who I was really meant to, to be. To fulfill your purpose in a way, right? Right. And not just for work, but also, you know, with friendships, uh, professionally, in so mm-hmm. many ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, I think I didn't discover that until I was like 24, 25 years old. Mm-hmm. And, but once I realized that I was like, why, why did I like this before? Yeah. And I've been digging and digging into it. And I, I think that a lot has to do with the way I was treated because I'm, I'm short and it's just mm-hmm. not my family. Mm-hmm. It, this is very common yeah. in the Latin um, right. culture mm-hmm. that someone that is short uh, is petite, they call him chiquita, chaparrita, you know, and all these words mean little. Mm-hmm. Like they, you know, they you... Be, be little you in that in yeah, the way. Mm-hmm. exactly. So you grew up with that mindset very unconsciously, not mm-hmm. necessarily, not necessarily feeling any, any really mm-hmm. negative effects, right. but you are actually experiencing the ne- negative effects as, as you grow older. Right. And I think that had a lot to do with it. And when I when I learned that those were only labels that didn't define me, then I, it was like a, it was a, it was a, a way big eye opener for me. Yeah. And so I, I have my platform to encourage women uh, to embrace, to embrace who they are. You know, being petite doesn't mean anything different than not being petite. Yeah, that you right. can't dress fabulous. You can dress fabulous. Of course, it's harder to find dresses, and that's why I why created that's your line, petite. right? Yes. So you you created out of a need for you yourself yes. as well to find clothing that fits you well. That is correct. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I I had a hard time finding dresses, finding dresses speci- specifically for work. Yeah, here in in Houston, um, struggled with that a lot, and you know, found, saw the need for it. I was like, I I. I'm going to solve this problem because I could. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I had the knowledge and I had the the power to do it. So I that's how I I started Sugo Petite. Wow. I love it. Five Play Alicia season 5 is sponsored by SNR Creative. Are you putting your money towards visibility but not seeing any change or business growth? Well, that is the problem. SNR Creative is a boutique marketing and business development firm in Houston that specializes in turning your ideas into reality in the most creative way possible. From social media management to website development, 
graphic design to event management, this full-service creative team does it all. The world can't go on without your services, so let's make sure everybody knows your name. You're either fascinating or forgotten. What will you choose? Get ahead and above the competition by contacting SNR Creative with the link in my bio. Mention Vibes by Alicia and receive a free business consultation. Vibes by Alicia Season 5 is sponsored by SheSpace. Hey you! Yes you! Badass hardworking boss. If you're tired of cliché spaces, of the regular and unimpressive, you want to add a little bit of spice to the shared co-working experience, I have just the place. SheSpace is the hub for bold women. It's the queen's throne away from home. I firmly believe in the proximity principle, which refers to the intention of surrounding yourself with the people who embody your ambitions to achieve them. Find that proximity and experience the dream job life here at SheSpace. With membership, you'll have access to a multitude of amenities, a robust calendar of events, and overall a group of like-minded women. So what are you waiting for? Come and see us at SheSpace. Fives by Alicia Season 5 is sponsored by Finest Blood. Finest Blood provides patients and partners and clinics with service at its finest. Avoid mixed diagnosis in unprecedented times and commit to laboratory services in the finest way. Whether you are participating in mobile or in-lab services, we will provide you with the finest care and make sure your satisfaction is met. No more waiting long hours in clinics. No more waiting long hours for results. No more leaving the comfort of your own home, if that's what you choose. At Finest Blood, our system is designed to alleviate the challenges of accessibility and timeliness of lab work while providing exceptional customer care. We provide you with the best, best care in anything that we do. Come and see us or follow us at finestbloodllc.com. One thing that I tell women all the time is confidence is a muscle you have to exercise yes. every single day. N no one is born being confident. Correct. I think you have to really become confident along, you know, with time. And it's a muscle you have to keep exercising, you know. Um, and they say, oh, wow, you know, every time you walk in, you walk with such confidence. But I think for me, it's just I walk in with confidence because that's the person I need to be in order to walk into a room. Yeah. In order for me to be able to face whatever I'm going into, I prepare myself mentally before I walk in that I belong here, that I I should be here, you know, that I do um, have something to contribute. And if I'm not confident about something, I prepare um, I research, you know, if I'm going into a meeting and I'm not feeling good about it, I research everything about the company. I make sure that I come in prepared. I always have my notes. So I, there are strategies for you to build your confidence right. and there's ways to do it. And um, it has nothing to do with being beautiful. It has nothing to do with being tall. Um, That's you know, right. You know, it really doesn't. It's someone that just embraces their 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 flaws embraces themselves and their authentic selves but says you know what even though i lack in those things i'm pretty freaking amazing in these over here yeah um even in the ones it. even in the Practice. ones that you are not you know right it is what it is we evolve we grow and the reason you are not very maybe knowledgeable or you know into something is just because you haven't paid attention to it that's all Yes. Because right? we grow as we learn. We do. And I think a lot of women have this um, idea that, that women who are confident are just confident just 
just like that that they're yeah naturally no. confident yeah it and it's not like that. no it's not <laughs> it's something that they work on every day every day every day and they pump themselves up and I've even told some girls I'm saying just create like an alter ego for yourself too like maybe create an alter ego that gives you that boost to move in you know whenever you don't feel confident enough and maybe become that person for that time being until you feel comfortable being you um and it's not like changing your person it's just like being a little more like you know it's pushing yourself yeah a little bit. exactly expressing mm -hmm. yourself um, but I love your story. I think your story, it just resonates with a lot of people who, who are starting to really think about fashion in a different way. Yes, and thank you. And looking at it. And yeah, I love that because I think it's just such an important message that you do send, you know, for other women, especially for younger women or women our age who, who are so uh, so used to labels or so used to buying every weekend something new for a new party and not realizing they have great pieces already in their closet that just need to be restyled differently. Yes. Or supporting a, a local business like yourself, you know, that that does things for the greater good. Yes. Um, and talking a little bit about that and talking about your business model, we we had a little discussion the other day and I asked you if you have any hope to put your clothes in boutiques. And you said, no, you want to keep it online. Yes. Well, I would love to, honestly. Okay, you would. But, okay. But the reason I don't do it is because it'll bring the prices of the garments higher. You know, right, the wholesale process. The wholesale process, mm -hmm. yes. So I prefer to keep it more accessible for women, just, you know, di selling directly to them than having to, you know, do the, the wholesale price first okay. and then direct to customers. So that's the reason why I, I, I haven't spread to boutiques. Yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned that it's moving to more of a 3D modeling system and yeah yes. styling system what yes. is that tell me about that fashion is evolving very very fast mm -hmm. and yeah 3d modeling is starting to you know um not necessarily popular yet but i think in the next 10 years it's gonna be very powerful yeah mm -hmm. and we're all still learning of yeah. that of that side of the industry because it's something new but it is it i think it's evolving very fast just like sustainability is also evolving fast which makes me really happy yeah i feel like it is as well and i know there's a lot of new um instagram accounts that uh, that new influencers are are using and and promoting you know resale clothing and resale fashion and restyling and upcycling and recycling and yeah um i love that i love watching them because they can take just a regular piece of clothing and just make it into something super fabulous and cool I, yes. I love those things um so i wanted to ask you a little bit about you know we we talked a little bit before about um influencers and i noticed from your instagram account that influencers are very important because i feel like i i found you through a third influencer, like a third person influencer from another thing. Um, I had already met you and I already knew who you were, but I kept noticing and kept looking at these accounts that kept popping up. And every time I, ta I tapped on the photo, your, your, your clothing would pop up. Um, I noticed a lot of pageant girls yes. are very, very big on it, which is nice because you think pageant girls are very flashy and showy, but the girls that are on your account and they're fat passion, you know, uh, pageant girls, they look really beautiful, very classy, and gorgeous. Very like, yeah, it's very different from what you would assume, right? Yeah. Yes, yes, for sure. How did you get into that market, into the pageants and the influencers, and how do you find them? 
Yes. Well, I, I, you know, I, I'm just very lucky uh, that the director of Miss Texas Latina <coughs> is a close friend. Mm -hmm. So she gets me involved with a lot of events that they do. Yeah. And I also support her with her uh, also business of mental health. Uh, you know, she created this organization, Fire You Up, for mental health. And I love it because mm -hmm. mental health is extremely important to me and to spread the word of mental health as well. Right. And so we just, uh, you know, run into each other very often in events. And uh, for me, it's just a, it's a really positive way to spread the word because, like you said, you know, mm -hmm. they they could be seen as super glam glamorous, but yeah. But for Sugo Petit, they leave all of that aside uh -huh. and they can be also beautiful in a more simple way, right? Right, which is probably a comfort zone too. They don't yeah. have to be completely dressed up all yeah. the time. They can be beautiful in a comfortable piece of clothing, right? Yes, and, they, nice. and they look so beautiful, you they know. They do. Um, less makeup, less accessories. So how important is social media for your business? Oh, it is huge. Okay. It is huge because that's how we sp spread the word uh -huh. about sustainability, about our brand, to reach out to more petite women to learn about us yeah. because that's our market. We only serve petite women. Mm -hmm. So it, it is huge. We invest a lot of time in social media. You do. And so what else besides Instagram do you use? Facebook? We use Facebook. We use Google. Oh, and, really? Yes. How does Google help? Um, we use also advertising on Google. Oh, okay. Yes, we use advertising. And also, you know, when you create your profile, your business profile on Google, people do search uh, terms, you know, for petite, petite dresses and things mm -hmm. like that. And so we have our profile there. It pops up also on searches. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you have investors in your business? No, it's just me right now. Wow. Yes. I that is amazing own. that you can do all of that. Yes. So I'm assuming everything that you make in the business gets reinvested in the business. Right. Everything. Yes. Uh -huh. Yes. To this day, everything. And so every time, you know, uh, we finish like a season, everything gets reinvested in the next season mm -hmm. and we make it bigger, a little bit bigger every time. Every time. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. So you find that you're taking a slow approach. Oh, yeah. It's to very growth. slow. Very slow. Yeah. Very slow, but very, uh, very uh steady like mm -hmm. you know like intentional right very like there's intentional. a reason there's a purpose and you have a plan yes exactly mm -hmm. wow. so love that so we already know all the pieces that we're bringing next year mm -hmm. we already have our collections um uh samples everything designed okay we just need to run productions that's it that's so very cool so we already have plans for next year and already starting to plan for the the following year okay yeah okay and the next season would be what would be spring for you or would it be holiday because holidays coming up right no we have already enough pieces for the holidays okay. we have red dresses right um, i have a fabulous red holiday dress that i just yeah i love i took i took photos the other day with my son but my son wanted to do something different and unique you know because he studies that and he's like mom i want to use the sun i want to use the glare and he just He's, he was so worried that you would not like the photos. Oh, he, he did was such so an amazing job. Because he goes, Mom, it's not it's not her it's not like her brand, but this could be different for her, you know. I'm like, baby, she's gonna like them. They're gonna be yeah, fine. I loved it. Yeah. He's a little photographer and he's 
you know, he likes to practice with mom, which I love because um, I love it that he has these ideas. Mom, I want to play with the sun. I want to play with the shadows. Let's try it. Let's do it. And so it was really fun. And so that dress was so comfortable, too. Oh, I mean, you. I got in and out of my car and I put on my shoes. I put on my boots. You know, I was like, you know, I could do pumps with it, but let me try boots. <laughs> it was just different. It was super fun. It looked really beautiful. And I could use it for rodeo. You know, for oh rodeo, gosh, just yes. put some really fun boots on and put a really cool hat oh. or something, like some big turquoise earrings. Yes. Gorgeous because it's a beautiful red dress um yes. and my husband loved it he thought it was so sexy and beautiful he's like you have to wear that dress when we go out oh that's yeah awesome. he I loved love it. it he loved it um yeah. and and it was it was a high high neck yes and but it was so gorgeous like yes. it just did not have to be low neck it did not have to go up the thigh nothing it was just such a beautiful well-constructed piece that it just mm -hmm. It just enhances your your body. Yes, right? for sure. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And you have to be super confident to wear it too because it does show everything. <laughs> yes, it, it's, it, it's, to it's to hug your skin. It's to hug your skin. Exactly. And I, that's exactly what I want. That's exactly the dress I'm looking for. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, you know, and I think that, that part of what we do here in the podcast is just bring people who inspire us, who, 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 who share little pieces of advice, things that they can... Um, Share with other people because there's fashion designers out there as well. So I want yeah. you to, we're going to close out with, I want you to give me maybe two pieces of advice for an up and coming fashion designer. And what do you think is just really important that they hone in on? Um, the most important thing, and I think this is the most important thing. Yeah. Is that they need to know who their customer is. Ooh, they, they need to know. Who are they going to sell to? Find who's your customer and, you know, study them. What they like, what their lifestyle is like, um, what they care for, where do they spend time, what they do for, for fun, mm -hmm. for travel, you know. Like like the persona, the right? Persona, it's like the marketing yes. brand package. It's who is yes. that persona? Mm -hmm. The persona is a person that's purchasing your pieces. Yes, Exactly. Mm -hmm. That has to be crystal clear okay. for your brand. You're going to find, you know, you're going to evolve because as you more customers mm -hmm. come in, you're going to learn about other personas, but you have to have an idea of yeah. who you want to market at the very beginning. That is such good advice. I think some yeah. people forget that part. They get excited, they get excited, and they want to do it, do it, do it, but then you think, uh, is there someone that's going to buy it? Have you even thought about that? Right. Awesome. Okay, so what's the second piece of advice? The second piece of advice is to persist. Like, do not give up. Persist. I love that. Keep, asking, keep asking questions. Uh, keep looking for answers. Uh, just, just persist. So when it's challenging for you, is that what you do? You persist when something becomes challenging or um, hard or a struggle? Yes, I, yeah, that's just part of my DNA. I don't give up that easily. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, uh, um, you're stubborn and persistent. I'm yeah, stubborn. I'm the same way. <laughs> like, if this I, way doesn't work, let me try a different way. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's going to work somehow, right? Yeah, I'm exactly like that. Yes, very persistent, very stubborn in my personality, which when I was younger used to get me in trouble. <laughs> because when you're young you don't yeah, make the right decisions yeah, but now that you're older it helps <laughs> right exactly Very um cool. yeah 
that's that's one of the things that keeps me going but i i think for me the the one thing that keeps me going i always so i guess one of also one piece of advice is like what which problem are you solving in your business or your product right mm -hmm. so that's my my uplift every morning like i wake up and i think of like okay uh what are we missing what else can right. we bring to to petite women that mm -hmm. they could use in daily mm -hmm. basis because these dresses i mean you can use them every day every for day work they work. go day to night because yeah. i mean you're wearing it right now in the day but if you wanted to go networking you could just change the shoes yeah you could just do your hair a little bit different pop some really cool earrings on and you're ready to go for night yes go exactly. on a date too you could do a date yes. and that's in this gorgeous dress too you can do a date for sure <laughs> get rid of the I love it. blazer and just get go rid of the sexy. blazer put some stilettos <laughs> on and you're ready to go exactly I love that Exactly. So what problem Super you're cool. solving okay. is, is also uh, a good one to keep in mind. And that's what keeps me going all the time. You know, uh, every morning I know I'm solving uh, petite problems, <laughs> petite women problems. Petite women problems. Hashtag yes. petite women problems. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so before we go, where can people find you? Where can my listeners go and find you? And if they want to purchase one of your beautiful pieces, where can they go? Yes. So online, we are at sugopetit.com. And you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at sugopetit, S-U-G-O, petit. Very cool. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you so I much for having me. I appreciate you so much. And your story is just so inspirational. I really wanted my listeners to get to know you a little bit more. And also, I want you all to go out there and, and support her. Purchase one of her pieces. They're so amazing. You're going to see me wear a few of them on my Instagram at uh, think underscore chick you'll see that i'm i just i'm obsessed with them right now i just did a photo shoot with my alex my son he does my photos and my videos um and i just felt so comfortable wearing that dress super sexy super cute and my husband loved it he's like we've got to wear that you know when we go out um and for me that's just like you know uh, a vote of confidence i'm like yes Yes, you know, it feels so good. You know, that's what clothes should do for you. Clothes yes. should make you feel good, should make you feel confident in what you're wearing. Um, and I know some women don't like to wear body-hugging outfits. You don't have to wear body-hugging outfits. You have pieces that are very classic and right. very tailored and very beautiful. You know, um, it's just your style. Whatever suits you and whatever fits your body Correct. and your style and that sort of thing. Um And I think it's just about your confidence and, like, again, going back to that mindset. So, guys, please check her out. Go over there and see what she's doing. I would love for you all to support her whenever she's doing her events. Follow her on social media. She does events and pop-ups all the time. Um, we met through another pop-up here in, in, in Houston. And just we just we it's just a wonderful way for us to support each other and to see how we can all help each other. She's doing something that's a little bit different and more unique in terms of where fashion is going in the future. So get on that boat. Get on that ride. And just let's go let's go far follow me let me know give me all your feedback i'd love to hear from you um give us a review i would love a review on apple if you can and also send us uh, a message dm us if you have a topic at uh, vibes by alicia on instagram would love to hear from you thank you guys love you thank you, you know what time it is.